0: what's going on everyone this is lewis angel right here with AE Mind, and i have with us the amazing the talented the pink haired is that pink that is pink right
1: this, this <laughs> is pink, pink
0: hair. Uh, yanja i said it all right i hope i said, that yeah, right. said it right yanja, it's yanja.
1: Right. yanja everyone keeps going yanja but you said
0: it right <laughs> all right so uh welcome thank you so much for being on this video with us today How, how's it going out there Hey, it's
1: dude. cold as fuck, but it's <laughs> worth it to get a new video call.
0: God, thank you. All right. So, um, you know, I, I, for those of you that don't know who this amazing young lady is, she is a memory athlete. She competes in memory competitions and she actually holds a world record in uh, names and faces. She broke that in Hong Kong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Hong Kong. I was there. So that I was know. Hong
1: Kong. <laughs> I was close the year before, but they were like, mm, she has shitty spelling. Let's say she didn't get it. Let's so it's like yeah. one name off. It but. Was really bad.
0: But then you redeem yourself. You broke it, uh, so we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later. Um, you know how you did that training-wise. You know what that entailed. But uh, a few other things that I just want to run down. You did over three thousand digits and binary digits in uh, the world memory competition. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And in London. And in London. That
1: discipline is kind of weird. <laughs>
0: You, you know, it's like so two thousand, three thousand, four
1: thousand,
0: two thousand. Some like that, you know. Ranges up and down, and then you did yeah. thirty-five seconds in a competition. One of the competitions uh, for deck mm-hmm. of cards in Taiwan.
1: So Taiwan. I did a thirty-five second deck of cards.
0: Man, so you're all around. You're freaking a badass memory athlete, right? I can just keep Maybe. going down the list. <laughs> International Grandmaster. So these are all the, you know, few of the top highlights for Yanja. Yanja. So um, yes. <laughs> at the World Memory Competition, how was the experience for you, you know, competing? This was your second one, I believe it, it was.
1: Uh-huh. So, you know, how yeah. was
0: that whole competition for you? What did you meet your goals? And, and uh, you know, what, what did you get out of that competition? Yeah,
1: I wanted to be, I wanted to be top 10, like, Everyone's always asking me how much I practice, and I, it's like a a, a a shamefully low amount. Yeah. So I was rooting for, despite that, being super, like, super confident, overconfident, almost, oh, holy shit, a score. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be top 10, and then I wanted to have an international grandmaster of memory, because then that would be the first like lady who got that. And um, I wanted Marvin to win, obviously, but then I didn't think about it. I always said like it's either Marvin or, or Alex. Right. And I didn't think that Alex had worked as hard as he did, but apparently he did, so I got it. Mm. So I felt a bit bad for Marvin, but in general it was really so like, and then I got my period early, which was horrible, because mm. then it was just like, you can't talk to any of the other memory athletes about that. Like, what do I do? I have period craps. Yeah. And like, the Mongolian team member Khatna was like, uh, the, the, the uh, drugs? I'm like, drugs? drugs? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> water? <laughs>
0: Maybe water will <won't>
1: do it? <laughs> yeah, like, do you want me to lose? I'm not going to take drugs. I'm just going to deal with being a woman. Yeah. Ah, so that was pretty bad. And like in one of the crits in china you can see like the video hovering over me and everyone else is like yes i'm ready for de- speed decks and you okay. see me and i'm just holding my belly like oh. ah like really unattractive they're like they're beautiful yeah oh. <laughs> it was
0: really bad <laughs> weird faces um, yeah all right so you know you had a little that that kind of Probably impeded you a little bit from performing at your optimal level, um, maybe, maybe not. No, it's okay. Yeah, but you still did. Hey, you still got the Grand Ma- International Grandmaster status, so that was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were top ten also overall at the competition, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mhm. Yeah,
0: so you did that. You got a little bit of cash too. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. A little bit
0: of money. <laughs> a little bit of money, help pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now you're in Texas, out here in the Often. States. Originally yeah. from Sweden. knew
1: New York and San Francisco.
0: The you you got to come out here, you got to come to Orange County, kick it with me. <laughs> well, well,
1: except for you, I feel like it's just a bunch of rich white people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much, yeah, I'm pretty much the only bald Mexican kid out here. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel um, like even here I'm like, ooh, I'm Asian. It's kind it's of a weird. Swedish.
0: Yeah, I'm the token Asian. Lady. Yeah, I am
1: the token Asian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, you're originally from Sweden. Um, originally from
1: Mongolia. Mongolia, so from
0: yeah, right. And then yeah, yeah. That whole mix. a little mix. So, uh, so talk to me about that. Look, uh, you know, your background. You speak five languages, and I know that also helps we you so out.
1: What's Is it five? I don't know. I say I say I speak Swedish, English, and Mongolian pretty well, and yeah. then the rest of the, like, 10 or 20 is, like, eh, hey, más, <laughs> más o menos. Entiendo más que a decir. Like that whole thing. <laughs> right. Español,
0: is, it's almost in España, we're in Spain together. And, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. But, I, it's, it's, but you know, like, well. when you haven't spoken for a long while, instead of saying, like, ha muerto, you say stupid shit, like, ha and then you're, like, Ugh. uh... <laughs>
0: I just messed up. I just case. messed up on that
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet right yeah. now.
0: So, <laughs> so uh, you know, talk to me about, uh, before we dive deep into the memory side of, of, the, of this sport, um, of this mm-hmm. world, talk to me about, like, you growing up, uh, you know, Mongolia and Sweden and, and uh, you know, your family background, school, and how all that was for you.
1: Yeah, I was born in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. I was raised in Russia. Uh, uh, so I grew up the first few years in Mongolia and it was after the Soviet Union had collapsed so the economy was pretty shitty and it was just impossible to survive. I think if you had $100 you were like a billionaire so it was really really bad and then my mom tried out living in Sweden and then she got me, she went back and got me because she decided Sweden was a good fit. So we didn't have to live in like a slum-like situation anymore. It was seriously very much like slum dog millionaire. It was like, really? because in the Soviet Union, it was like, each family gets five pieces, one loaf of bread each week. Wow. But if you have five kids, you get two loaves of bread. So everyone in Mongolia had five kids yeah. just so they could get that extra Excellent. bread. Not even because like, oh, we love you. No, we just want that food. <laughs> We're gonna food. Die, we food, you to know? eat. Yeah. yeah, and because the population was so low in Mongolia that you, during the Soviet Union, like, you weren't allowed to use condoms or anything. So, no. like, the Russians just made us fuck, actually. So, and then I was one of the results of that. And then uh, it, makes, it makes me sound like I'm a product of so- the Soviet Union, but no, I was a result of the. Economy being pretty bad, and then my mom being like, "I need kids now. Shit ain't gonna get better." But then it did because we moved to Sweden, where we get paid to study, and we get oh, yeah. paid to learn languages, and we get paid to do memory competitions. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah. So. good. So you know, uh, in Sweden, like they, Sweden is known for having a really good education system, right? um Yeah.
1: It it, it depends on which which school you go to, but like. My mom made a pretty good living at one point in Sweden, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I got to go to, like, a boarding school in Kenya and a private school in Stockholm and, oh. like, the, the finest business school in Stockholm, so it was pretty good. But even the state-run schools, like, the community colleges are amazing and right. it costs, like, $10,000 for foreigners to attend, so wow, so, it's okay. pretty good. Yeah. That's I think that's why we're so creative, me, Jonas, and Marvin, because we're of the school, schooling system where we're allowed to do
0: whatever the fuck we want but still yeah. have to learn. Exactly, yeah. I, I love, I studied your education system because my one of my goals is to have, like, my own academy later on.
1: Yeah, five, 10 me years too. Out.
0: <laughs> you too. Let's do it. Let's, yeah. let's team up. Let's create something. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at all the different education systems, and Sweden was, like, number one, right? It always came across all the lists and all the videos. It was always, like, yeah. number one or top.
1: Scandinavia um, in general, the Nordic countries in general were fucking baller
0: in that <laughs> uh, so were you always like a gifted student were you always like eager to want to learn information and did you learn quickly like how was that whole situation for like, you?
1: i've been thinking about it a lot lately because people used to tell me that i was so talented and stuff and I, i've started to there's like a growth mindset versus versus a fixed mindset and the mm-hmm. fixed mindset is like you're born and you're naturally gifted etc and the growth is like you are you need to learn stuff and that makes your ma- mind expand and you get better at learning because you're already good at learning right. and recently i've started to instead of believing me that i was so fucking talented as a kid i started to believe that because we were so poor and we weren't swedish citizens yet and i wasn't allowed to start attending school right. and i had to hang out with my mom a lot at home um i think that really helped me like get ahead of the curve so by the time I started first grade I was already ahead of everyone because I was hanging out with adults all the time right so I think that's part of it not so much that I'm so naturally gifted at languages or stuff like that mostly that I was just like hanging out with grown-ups all the time so you kind of have to fit you kind of have to always fit the environment that you grew up in like if everyone's a gangster it's kind of hard for you not to be a gangster and hey, not that I hey, was a hey, hey, but <laughs> let's say it was. <laughs> no, not and sure. if everyone around you is, like, way smarter than you and I'm not hanging out with, like, booger-infested daycare kids, yeah. then you're going to, like, get ahead of the curve, you know? Right. So, and then because everyone kept telling me and since first grade, like, you're so smart, you're so clever, etc. I think that I just, like, thought that it was real and so it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing where I was like oh I must be brilliant <laughs> right. which was obviously not true you can't have to work at stuff as well yeah
0: exactly you got to put in the work you still yeah it wasn't like you just got straight A's or do you guys get A's is that the oh same?
1: no we had we had a, like a, a grading system but I almost I almost didn't finish uh great what, what's the thing before high school in your system
0: we have middle school
1: yeah. So I almost didn't finish middle school. I almost didn't finish high school. I barely finished uh, my undergraduate degree. So I'm like, I'm always like, I don't want to study. And then in the last minute, the principal's like, take the Swahili course or else you're going to fail high school. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm learning Swahili in a week or so. Otherwise, I'm going to fail high school.
0: Really? Okay.
1: True story. <laughs> I was so bad that I had to take extra courses in Swahili to compensate for me failing all the other Some shit. Some classes,
0: yeah. So I guess we have yeah. a, you know, our lives kind of parallel there. Yeah. It's gonna be very similar. Yeah. In a way. Um, it, it's
1: kind of weird because when we do the memory thing, I think a lot of people think that we're so fucking gifted and we yeah. were straight A students. And I always tell them like, no, I was shit. I hated school. And this is why I like memory because it's so different from school, but you learn so much faster.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. was that a driving factor for, for, for you? Uh <laughs> Was that a driving factor for you wanting to learn the memory techniques once you discover them like uh, okay? I'm not that great at school right now Even though you could definitely if you put in the time put in the effort you can definitely get you know high grades But uh, was that like a motivating factor for you to want to master these techniques?
1: No, I think um, it was um, So an undergraduate degree is usually four years in Sweden and Mm -hmm. I read about this guy called Derek Sivers And he talked about how he did his five-year music degree in one year and then I was like, OK, that sounds a bit impossible because of the restrictions in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. But I think I could do the four-year program in two years. So that's what I did. But even that wasn't challenging enough. So I started reading books. And I found Moonwalking with Einstein by Josh Bower. Yeah. And I was reading like the different records that people were achieving in the US championships. And honestly, I was just like, that's kind of low. I'm pretty sure that name thing, I can break that shit like on my first go. Yeah. So I called the Swedish Memory Council and I was like, yeah, I think I can do it better than her in like my first attempt. Super, super arrogant, I know. But then I went and tried a set of memory things and I broke the world record on my first attempt in five minute names and faces. With the world record example sheet, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Whoa, we got something here. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna let you go to a competition mm-hmm. real fast." And that's how I started with so memory competition because I was just bored at business school because mm-hmm. it was just like, all oh, these financial derivatives things to cheat people out of money," and I was like, "I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just want to be better than everyone else."
0: And some, yeah. So <laughs> now, so did you actually? you got the book but in in the book he doesn't really go in in uh Milwaukee with Einstein he doesn't really go deep into like how the techniques work so did you go and take that that test uh the, you know the practice test um with memory techniques already like in mind or did, was it just let me just te- you know test no like abilities.
1: i i understood some of it like i highlighted a part it was talking about how if, pe- if people are told that someone is called like Louis baker Versus Luis is a baker, then they remember Luis is a baker more. Mm -hmm. And so I have that in mind, but I've always been like borderline creepy and stalky with people's names and faces. I'm like, oh, yeah, Angela, your ex-girlfriend, the one who had herpes. No, I'm sorry. But, you know, (laughs) always like that. So, And I've always been like, oh, no, pretend that I don't know. Oh, Angela, really nice to meet you. Don't say this out loud. So it was like a mix. I had that in mind, but I actually think it slowed me down because nowadays I usually go... A little bit just with my intuition and you know the girl who has the other world record katie kermode katie. she she always she says the same thing like sometimes she uses the techniques but sometimes she just like
0: yes i remember has a feel for it we were in we were in Spain, right? And then uh, you told me that we had like long discussion about different things, and that was one oh of the things you God, told me. we couldn't
1: sleep. You were so <laughs> fucked up before your flight. You were like we slept one hour
0: throughout the night. <laughs> I think it was like actually I almost missed my bus to the airport because we were just like talking and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Like go, go, <laughs> go. <laughs> Uh, but before that it was uh, you were telling me about that like, yeah, you know I, I could just get a feeling for these names and faces. I'm like, okay Yeah,
1: it sounds so fucking hippy <laughs> but it's true. Sometimes I'm like, these binaries feel yeah, like water feel flows it. And yeah. then I remember it better than when I'm trying to do the, this is technique. the 74,
0: this is 75 Yeah, I remember I tried it in Spain. I was like, I want to try this, you know, you got y- y- technique. I want to see if I can just get a feel for names and I failed miserably I couldn't do it but uh, i was like nope you kind of have to
1: know what you're good at yourself which is probably what we're going to try to do when we do our academies is just like or our academies Mm -hmm. uh, is trying to make it you know more customized because I think that's one of the bigger issues with school even in Sweden is that they try to fit you into this box like everyone learns visually that's not true I learn better with feelings when I go through, like in the movie Walking with Einstein book, he talks about how visual memory is the best. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, for me, sometimes I just go through a story in my head. Like I remember where I'll go to my locations and I'll be like, okay, this is where this happened. Not so much that I'm looking at it, but I'm feeling it, you know? Can you
0: feel me? I can That's feel, how you. I feel, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Actually, I have some examples right here. See if you can, you know, just two quick examples. I won't give you a thousand names and faces right now. We'll do that. We'll say yeah. that for a later video. Yeah, um, when we got our academies <laughs> running. Exactly. So I'll give you a few examples. And if you can just, you know, tell us how, how you would memorize these names and faces. And remember, guys, she broke the record. In this event, one hundred eighty-seven. I was there, Hong Kong, and it was. Uh, I remember. I do you remember what I told you when I went up to you afterwards about what that killer. number represented? <laughs> I feel
1: like it's a killer.
0: You're a killer. You're a killer. Because here in the states, one eighty-seven. That's a you know, penal code for someone that you know killed somebody. So I'm like, man, you just slayed those names and faces, right? You just killed that event. Um, that's how I found yeah. <laughs> just killed it. So we have this uh, young lady and this gentleman. So we have mm-hmm. her, she, how would you memorize? We'll start with the with the girl. Let's say her name was Heather, right? I don't know, just mm-hmm. put out that name. Heather, you know, you meet her, Heather. And how would you memorize her name?
1: Okay, so first of all, it's different whether I'm meeting someone versus doing a memory competition. Because when you meet someone, there are so many other impressions and factors that are taken into account. So like the way she walks, the way she talks, the way she is looking at other people, like I would take all of that into account, not consciously, but just think like, Oh, okay, Heather is that kind of person. So like the more associations you have, the faster the neurons fire. Right. But um with just the face like that, I would just think Heather Lock here and then her face is like locks like or her hair is super curly and full of locks.
0: Relax. okay mm-hmm. so you link that with somebody else with that name okay
1: yeah or, or or i would just think like heather sounds like a white chick name and she's looks
0: like a super <laughs> oc oc white chick. oc all right
1: yeah. Cool. hi um, i'm heather hey, how, yeah. do, how okay. you doing let's
0: go surfing no <laughs> let's go <to> the beach. <laughs> something like that uh um, so what about this guy his name is let's uh let's get a spanish name hector well yeah hector is a spanish name so his name is hector how would you memorize mm. his name Hector. I
1: honestly just go Hector, Spanish name, yeah. and then try to. If it was a memory competition, probably try to see, just say to myself real quick in my head something about his face looks like an H, because then I'm like, how many Spanish male names are start with an H? You know, right. not too many, so I would just probably find it Hector. It's also like a priming thing. I will think through what I've been thinking the mm-hmm. past few minutes, and then Hector and Heather would be, in that, okay. or if they were close to each other, I would just make. Heather Hector, like one One because it's easier if you pretend that it's one name. And that's actually one of the tricks I've never told anyone is that sometimes the people have really short names, Mm -hmm. I'll just fuse it together and like, someone's called like, Bond Me, Bond Me, and then I would just be like, Bond Me.
0: That is, that is gold. I've never, I've never heard that before. And I've never tried that before either, but I can see how that can work, especially in competitions. Because uh, you'll have yeah, some of those names. you have like a yo or a bow or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, so, and then just
1: read it together. It's way faster. Wow. You know?
0: I'm about to break a world record of names.
1: Shame! <laughs> no, You're going
0: to tell
1: them about secret.
0: I just played. No, but okay. So that's cool tip. So that's, you know, for those watching, that's how she does it. World record holder. That's how she does it. And I remember we were, um, You you had told me before also that you use, you know the different languages that you know even though you're not you know you say you're not completely fluent in all of them um just mm-hmm. because you don't practice them as much but you still use them when you're memorizing names right so it was yeah. there was a girl i think her name was like carnelli or something like that can't uh, uh dulce carne, carne? Something, carne, yeah, yeah something like that
1: and then i said it was like dulce, dulce and then carne and then i just make a little note like it's not carne you know
0: right them. Yeah, it was something like that. And then I remember you also said like, oh yeah, picture, like for carne, it's meat, right? Like carne asada or like mm-hmm. meat. So then it yeah. was, we, we both had picture like meat on her hair, some, some along those lines. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so.
1: and I mean, it's easier. I think it's also like the more you know, the easier it is to learn more. Right. But the less you know, the harder it is to learn anything because you just need more associations for anything. So, when you already know so many ways that you can make a name into a word, Mm -hmm. then, like, it goes super fast, like, something will, and even sometimes it'll be like, oh, my friend from Kenya is called La La La, and then I don't even need to think about anything, I'll just go, oh, Ubuntu means togetherness (laughs) in Zulu, you know?
0: Yeah, so you use all the different, you know, associations, and you... Make the, like yeah. a little link, a little sometimes
1: when it's like wagadaga malugu, I'm just like, I'm fucked,
0: no, I'm I don't speak <laughs> really well enough for this. I'll skip this one for now. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll try my best. Um, cool. So, uh, memory competitions, you've done, I got a call, I'm gonna put that on site. You got you know really <laughs> high scores in competitions. Now, you know, what's next for you in the memory world? Do you are you going to continue to go? You've been all over the world competing in these competitions. Last year, I was mm-hmm. in, I believe. Four with you and did Spain Taiwan Hong, Hong Kong. Kong and China Chengdu yeah so, man, that's yeah. Crazy. Um, how many more or do you want to do as many this year maybe more or less you know what's your game plan moving forward
1: like what is what is what is left after a world record and international grandmaster of memory like the only and we also won the team medal you know yeah. I, and I'm the best woman like the only thing left is like to be Ranked number one in the world, have all of the rest of the world records, <laughs> and become world memory champion. And, like, I don't know if um, I told you, like, school wasn't very challenging. So I'm, I'm still learning how to just sit my ass down and study. Yeah. And with memory competitions, like, if you're going to be totally honest to become world memory champion or to get all of the rest of the records, you kind of have to sit your butt down and practice. Oh, yeah and so i think my time in austin i'm going to try to try to be more zen be more like chill and try to learn how to do that but if i can i'll never yeah so like mm, X and T sounds fun but yeah like do you know what i mean like i don't know what else to hit and if i can hit that yeah i, no. I don't think that i'm mentally incapable of hitting those goals mm-hmm. like i just think that my discipline is kind of lacking like i yeah. I don't have the discipline yet to just sit down and get that good, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. Marvin spent his entire summer practicing wow. like national events every single day and every single morning commuting to his school. He used to do half hour cards or a half hour binary. Wow. Like and that's some dedication that
0: yeah.
1: I'm a little bit too immature to achieve yet, mm-hmm. to be honest.
0: Yeah, so, but you know, you have many years ahead of you in uh, this world, You're still young, and well, you, I don't it, know. you, know, you <laughs> still do it. But, um, but no I, no, I definitely feel you on that in that regard because you know, I, I got into this a few years back, but I never really took it seriously until this past year of 2015 um, when I started mm-hmm. like training a little bit harder, but even then, I I didn't train as as hard as, like, maybe a Marwin or an Alex and Lance and all these top guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I definitely did not train as hard as they did. (laughs) Um, But just because I have so many things going on. But maybe that could be a driving factor for you as well. You know, you have other things that you want to also embark on and and do. Yeah. uh, And
1: it's like like a uh, short-term thing. I think I like one one year I want to do robotics. One year I want to learn formal Japanese. Another year, and it's not even years. Like the memory thing is the first hobby I've had that's been longer than a few months. It's yeah. like I get really good at solving a Rubik's cube and I've lost interest. <laughs> and I'm really good at dancing this type of dance and I've lost interest. Yeah. And you know, and the memory thing is the first time that I actually like it. And yesterday when I got the top three scores for Names and Faces uh, for the T qualifications, yeah. I kind of realized I still like it, but I need to, I need that discipline kind of thing. And if it's worth it, it's worth it. But otherwise,
0: whatever. life's short, yeah, you
1: know. <laughs> so, There's a no limit to how many binary digits you can memorize in your lifetime and not feel like, what the fuck am I doing? With do I my do? life? Yeah. yeah,
0: I've definitely, I'm, yeah, I crossed that road several times and yeah so yeah.
1: i'm uh, half kidding
0: though i love binary <laughs> <laughs> binary yeah that was that fun i love it just ones and zeros so uh, that was yeah. fun we i remember uh, so in spain we talked about several things one of them was uh we talked about like our reasons why you know like why mm-hmm. are we doing the things that we're doing whether it's memory or er- anything else that we're doing in life um mm-hmm. i remember so uh, we went into your like why you do this is you want to set an example also for others for the young kids you every single competition that i've i've been to where, where you've uh, also been at you always get like this little <laughs> the little huddle up right this little entourage. there's no
1: entourage of yeah. young kids <laughs> talking to me yeah.
0: exactly you know this hub of, of kids you know talking to you and playing with you and, and going up to you and then you know some of them say yeah. man i i got into this because of you right so yeah. what does that mean for, for you in your life like does that inspire you to keep going or to wanna you know maybe break some more records or, or um or even you know help helping out the next generation to do better themselves like does that what does that do for you uh, as far as your motivation in this
1: yeah state. i think that is the biggest motivator of all just being setting a, an example for other people not like that they should emulate all of my crazy bullshit but <laughs> just in some regards to try to be themselves talk openly about the fact that they are on their periods on the competition and that it, that it's super difficult and that it does hinder you a lot when you're fucking bleeding out of your body stuff like that but honestly like for myself i When it comes to myself, like if I had a choice, I would just play video games and eat cookies and just like I would seriously, all Swedish kids do this because we're all like trust fund baby esque. Like after high, The year between high school and university, yeah. everyone takes a sabbatical and they back, backpack through Southeast Asia, and they get so enlightened, right? right? What I did, because I had already I was already traveling. I mean, my high school year, I finished in Kenya. So I was like, whatever. I don't care about travel. Right. What I did, while everyone else was seeing the world, I sat at home for six months playing video games. And it was fucking the best six months <laughs> of my life. No <laughs> fucking joke. Everyone was like, save the world, la la la. I'm like, I built a Jurassic Park five-star level so like for myself I don't give a shit but when I see that other people get inspired not by my Jurassic Park bullshit <laughs> but by the languages or the entertainment or the TV shows or the memory competitions then I'm like mmm I am like i can not play video games forever I changed someone's life today I yeah. need to do stuff you know like so now that you mentioned that I kind of want to go back to memory things I suppose yeah. As I said, like, for myself, I don't give a shit, but when it comes to inspiring others, I'm like, oh, let's spend the entire day doing
0: this. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense
0: or is that crazy? No, that makes perfect sense. Again, we, we definitely line up in a lot of different areas. That's one of them that I line, line up perfectly with you because I, you know, I got into this. Yes, my memory sucked and it was horrible. However, that's not what made me want to pursue it further. It was, okay, I want to do this so I can teach others how to do this. I can inspire others to go from that negative situation to, you know, being better and doing better in life. So I know that that's definitely one of your driving factors in, in, uh, in life. So it's good. good Yeah. You've
1: got to start with why sometimes. If you just go with what, you're going to run out of what. But if you have a why, you can just go on forever.
0: Keep it going. Um, so, you know, uh, what about family? What does, you, what does your mom think about you doing this?
1: Oh, my mom's super happy. Like yeah. me and my uh, my in the first year of school, in first grade me and the teacher had a falling out i was so fucking bad at being nice to people no we had to write down like what do you want to do when you grow up and everyone was like astronaut fireman blah blah blah, all these bullshit things that they're never gonna be like let's be real because when you're a first grader your vision of what you want to do is kind of fucked up and i wrote no joke i wrote like i just want to learn things get paid to learn and be funny and get paid to be funny on, on film. And then and then I just want to be in magazines just because I'm learning stuff and learn languages and travel the world. And I think that's going to be my job, is just to be funny and to learn stuff for a living. And then the teacher and the mo- and my mom—they had like a falling out. They had a parent-teacher conference because they were like, "She has super unrealistic goals." I'm like, "What about the fucking kid who said he wanted to be an astronaut stripper? Are we not going to talk to him <laughs> about his u- unrealistic goals?" but so yeah now i kind of want to call that teacher back and be like yo
0: look at me now i'm 22 <laughs>
1: and i got what i wanted i mean yeah, it's not to say that this is going to last forever but i'm fucking enjoying it as it,
0: oh,
1: yeah. as it does you know? i don't even remember your original question <laughs> i just wanted to tell that teacher off right oh so, yeah my mom
0: she's always yeah. supportive yeah cool yeah. mama so mama loves this now all right so uh kind of t- you know
1: mama loves this too, right?
0: <laughs> what is that
1: your mama loves
0: this too, right? I feel like we talked about it in Spain how yeah. our moms are like, Yay, go "Yeah, further, go further, <laughs> Yeah, we talked about you know family and things of that nature. So, uh, kind of just to wrap this up, I could talk to you for hours as I have done before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> and I know people want to hear about you and your story and all that. And uh, so, I, I, I want I want to move away from from memory for a quick bit. Um, <laughs> so uh, real quick, so what is your favorite book? Just random, random. Th- I'm just gonna throw random things now.
1: Oh my God, my favorite book. What's your favorite book? <laughs> Can I throw it back at you? Oh,
0: what? My favorite book is The Alchemist. Have you ever read that book? Oh,
1: by Paulo Coelho. Oh, si, sí, yeah. señorita. Yeah, I read it in Spanish. And then I was like, mm, I'm gonna go back to English. And then I reread it in Spanish. So I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, it makes sense now. Because <laughs> um, a bunch of shit gets lost in translation and Spanish is closer to Portuguese. Yeah, I yeah. love that book. Holy shit, what's my favorite book? Uh, mm. There's like fiction, non-fiction, what you want? What you want? Um,
0: either, either. Which one, yeah.
1: Damn it. Okay. Um, I think the Harry Potter books, just because there's a bunch of loyalty in it. It's not like the greatest fiction on earth, but it's so good just because there's a black and white kind of loyalty that you don't have in, a, in an age of like social media and everything is like this. And they're like, one thing rubs you the wrong way and then you're not friends anymore. Like I love Harry Potter for that reason moonwalking with Einstein I actually wrote Josh forward immediately as soon as I read it like I know my shit's gonna change my life's gonna change after reading this book he was like yeah uh good luck with your life with that and I was like no 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 I'm fucking serious serious. my life's gonna be totally different after reading your book so I suppose that's one of the favorites as well cool four-hour work week just because you don't have to kill yourself to get the dream life that you want which
0: like a look at you man you travel the world you get paid to travel and, and and you know learn and that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So now, what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat?
1: Favorite food? Holy shit. Kimchi. Uh, t- uh, Japanese uh, tangerines from one district of Japan. Steak. Like, when me and my dude friends go to steak restaurants, they always get grossed out because everyone orders, like, a steak. Mm-hmm. And then I order another steak. And then I order <laughs> another one. And then they're like, Yenjo, you're going to get fat. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm 22. I'm going to enjoy this <laughs> while it lasts, you Enjoyed know? It. Like on my first date with my ex-boyfriend, I ordered a 2.2 pound steak, and he like. That's when I knew he was a a good keeper for a while, at least, because he was like, "I don't mind No, it's delicious." (laughs) Mongolian genetics isn't my favorite.
0: (laughs) You're just grubbing on that. It's good. What's your favorite food? My favorite food, I love making spaghetti, so that's (laughs) the top up there. Tacos, I'm Mexican, so tacos all day long. Um,
1: Oh my God, you should come here. We have breakfast tacos, lunch tacos, brunch tacos, everything tacos, like every single place has to have tacos. I think even the ice cream shops have some sort of ice cream taco. Wow,
0: yeah, I definitely gotta go out there. I'm actually gonna be in Texas uh, sometime this year, so I'm gonna go hang out with you soon. Who do you really look up to?
1: Oh, <laughs> who do I really really look up to? I look up to my grandma a lot because she just doesn't give a fuck. Like, she'll go out to clubs with me and get super wasted, and then, and I'll be like having to hold her head. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, my but my grandma does get down, yeah. and she's super hilarious. I look up to my grandma a lot. I look up I look up to my mom when it comes to hard work. Yeah, and to Jesus, our Lord and you No, know, I look up to. What else, who do you look up to? I want to get like ideas off of
0: you, okay? Yeah, so I think same, mama. Mama, definitely look up to that as far as like people out there not closely related.
1: abuelita,
0: to me, my abuelita. Um, uh, I, I definitely look up to like Elon Musk, so he's oh. you know, t- Tesla guy, SpaceX guy, because I want to do that. I want to go to space and have my own space company. Oh well, yeah, later.
1: I told I remember that you said that. I was yeah. like, mm, that's a bit different from the academy. Which one are you going <laughs> to?
0: Yeah, first <Versus laughs> the academy, then it's the it. uh, other one.
1: Yeah. but if you can do a space thing then you can probably just do an academy off the side yeah, you cares? Yeah. you know do, do yeah. elon musk is a good choice yeah he's definitely like yeah he's, cool. He's, he's cool. cool
0: he's a cool guy all right close it out what's uh your favorite quote if you don't have one make one up
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite quote uh like, um, I have so many quotes. God, I can open up, like, this whole browser for quotes. What is your favorite quote? We can talk about that while I'm
0: searching mm-hmm. for the quotes. I have a few top ones. There's one right here that I have and I see every single day. So, be the change you want to see in the world. So, if you want mm-hmm. to see so change. There's a lot of quotes page. over there. You know? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. The other one is, um so, you your choices is what shapes your destiny. I really love, you know, that by Tony Robbins. Oh, yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, That's just, the
1: Robbins oh yeah that's another trick that i might tell you is that sometimes if i feel like the name is really easy to remember the first name Mm -hmm. then i just connect it and i make like a mixed name so instead of tony robbins i just go Trobins.
0: what
1: yeah or like instead of lewis angel i go (laughs) langel what yeah and sometimes it works you know
0: holy man i gotta have a whole session just on little Yenja tips on memory (laughs)
1: yeah no i think uh right now my favorite quote is uh if nobody told you they loved you today you remember i do because i think it's very difficult to like you know the whole like you have to start with why kind of thing Mm -hmm. and if you don't feel like anyone loves you you kind of have to know that if you really need it i'm there not like me personally well me personally as well but uh, Like, somebody will be able to love you. Somebody does love you. You were created because either someone wanted to fuck or someone loved someone, at least for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's really important because I, I, that's what I see in, like, areas that, like the ghetto things that we talked about, the sort of ghetto-ish situations. Yeah. Like, you see a bunch of kids who don't have anything to do because they feel unsatisfied because they don't feel loved, they don't feel seen, they don't feel heard because adults are just pretending not to hear them or see them. Yeah. And I think it's very important to just say, like, if nobody told you they loved you today because they're all wrapped up in their own shit, remember I do.
0: I do. I love you. Good, Alan. good stuff. That's a good closing okay. quote. So uh, that's pretty much it for right now. I'm sure that we'll have other sessions in the future. So uh, yeah. thank you so much for being and on. I have
1: stuff to plug.
0: <laughs> you want to plug anything?
1: <laughs> I want to plug um, acceptance, enjoyment, and enthusiasm Ooh. for mankind. Love is it.
0: Is that good? Love it. Yes, yes it is. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And if you guys have questions for her for our next session that we might have later on, Um, You know post them down below post them down below and then I'll share them with her and then you know I'll have her answer them later (laughs) Cool. All right. See you guys on the next video. Peace out